0: Yak Babies, sex, presidents, and sometimes books.
1: Welcome to Yak Babies, only podcast on the internet sponsored by Bat Cheese. Your dark night just got a little brighter. My name's Aaron. Here are my personal pals, Dave.
0: Morning, boys. We
1: have Brick. Good midday, boys. <laughs> oh, boy. And calling from Old Ireland, we have Old Irish Nico.
2: Maybe good night to all the people who like to use this podcast
1: to send them off to sleep. Like me, sometimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When they're having their dark nights, listen to the Yank Babies.
3: Yeah, cover yourself in bat cheese and drip.
1: <laughs> sure, have a little nibble and see what happens. Maybe, maybe, it'll perk you up a little bit. Uh, fellas, this is an auspicious episode because well, it's been several months away. I guess uh, two months since our real anniversary, but this is our tenth year as podcasters. Uh, which is momentous for several reasons, and one of which is. Think of how many podcasts don't make it to even five years. And we've, like, fucking killed all of them. We've been mm. in the game for longer than many, so, like, cereal? Fuck that shit. We do <laughs> wave <worse> in <than> cereal. <laughs> We're killing those guys. Mm-hmm. So this is a long last podcast. This is, this, is a, this is a titan in the industry. So we want to take an episode to just chat about... Just masturbate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Ten years. Ten years of good work. So for listeners who don't know, uh, who came into this podcast late it started off there's been two previous iterations of this podcast the first one was the page count podcast we started as part of our website chamber four back in february of 2012 right Is that what we decided february i think mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and then switch to book hockey podcast sometime 2014 maybe?
0: well spoken <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, crucial spacing between <laughs> between <Yeah>. words there <laughs> And then we shifted to Yak Babies in 2017, 2018, something like that. So shifting iterations started off, uh, it was just like a three-hour gab fest. Like We just like put the microphones on and just talked for a long-ass time. with. But no
0: talked about books, time. right? <laughs> yes. A was, lot yeah. more than than what would come
1: later. Sex yeah.
3: and presidents and sometimes books. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: the themes had to emerge through... Uh, the work, yeah. The first episode was just what are you reading, and we talked for like three hours about books we were reading, and <laughs> that was it. Uh, so that tradition carries on, and then we got sort of more focused uh as we went along. Big shift for Yak Babies was making the episode shorter and a bit more direct, right? It was just like there's like one topic and trying to top out of like 15 20 minutes or so, but yeah. In the, in the early days, it was just like talk and see what happens. So, I've got three questions to ask my, my personal pals here about these 10 years of experiences. I want to know what you've learned about. Books and literature, since this is extensively a books and literature podcast, although it's often also about sex and presidents and poop and stuff like that, but also what you've learned about podcasting as a genre slash medium, and also what you've learned about yourself in those 10 years. What have you discovered through being a long-term veteran podcaster in that time? I want to start with Brick. Brick, what do you learned about books and Ugh. literature in the 10 years since we started doing podcasts together?
3: I don't know, if learned is the word, but I've come to the realization that, or, or the maybe peace with myself, that like I don't have to like stuff. Hmm. And I think 10 years ago, there's a lot of books I was trying to like. Hmm. Pretty much anything <laughs> <written> <laughs> in the last 15 years. Books? Yeah, pretty much anything nowadays. I, I don't, it's very rare I like a new book. So I, I, I just don't try as much now. And I kind of wait until. Enough people have read it that it's got some something beyond the hype to make me think if, if it's going to be worth my time or not. I do a lot less exploratory reading now mm. than I did 10 years ago. Uh, I do a lot more rereading, as we've talked about, of things I already know I like, or a lot more kind of, you know, I did this before, but more now, you know, filling in the gaps and, like, looking for more books like ones I, I knew, knew in the past, right? And then reading older stuff that I missed. And yeah.
1: Do you think that's come with, is that an age thing, or is that, what do you attribute that to?
3: I'm sure age is part mm. of it, but I think part of it is, I I, I think I attribute it to not, not really being in that world anymore, right? Mm. When we were kind of trying to be in there with Chamber 4 and stuff, there was this, this sort of, I felt this kind of need to, like be present and be, be kind of at, at the front of like what's new what's going on these books. And
1: and I just stopped
3: caring about that conversation.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Dave, what about you? What have you learned about literature? Or books? Yeah.
0: Similar years? to that, similar to what Brick is saying, being more comfortable with my own tastes rather than sort of sculpting my, like in, in what are we readings from the past? There were, I would omit books that I, you know, didn't think were, <laughs> I don't know, highbrow enough or like, You know, I would force myself to read current stuff by writers I didn't care about just to kind of be part of it and to know what people were talking about. and
1: The conversation.
0: You know, so I'd have something to talk about, like AWP, you know, Mm. the kind of stuff that I just don't care about anymore.
1: Yeah, it's like retreating from...
0: Um, I I think it's like an involvement thing, like Brick was saying, like wanting to be part of the, I guess, current literary culture, and now I just could not care less. Right.
1: Same question then, like, what do you think, what do you attribute that sort of lack of caring to? Like, what, what's, what way that shift for you?
0: Maybe just the, (laughs) the aging process, (laughs) more like more of a hermit and being okay with that. Yeah. And being, being more comfortable with just following my own tastes and we talk a lot about how I'm a lot happier rereading stuff now than, Mm. that I know I like than, than trying new things and you know, I'm comfortable with that.
1: Yeah. Security, emotional security.
2: Yeah, I guess. Nico. Yeah, I, th- I think it would be kind of in the same vein. I think it would also be part of that would be kind of deprogramming w- programming mm. from our MFA program <laughs> 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 and kind of unlearning a lot of the, the, the stuff that you kind of absorb mm. uh, when we met there 15 years ago now, yeah. which is a little bit wild. But yeah, I think the 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 MFA style is so uh established and so kind of uh, I don't know uh, insulated or or I don't know. Yeah, some fortified, you know, it's it's very it's very strong, I guess. Uh and it, so it took me a while to really believe my own taste mm-hmm. again after that or and and also just to to kind of realize that Uh, if you like a book, that's enough. Like it doesn't need to be, Hmm. it doesn't need to be, uh, literature, you know, you can just like a book and that's fine. And there's more to books than the, uh, you know, New York times book review and there's that, that's pretty much it. It's just like being able and, uh, and, and knowing how to kind of follow your own taste is the main one for me.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think that mine is is sort of tied to that, but in a different maybe angle. That's sort of the theme, I guess, of expansion or sort of understanding and appreciating your own taste outside of approval. Like my lesson has been just like enjoying the breadth of what's out there, right? Sort of being more open and sort of uh, learning to enjoy reading different kinds of things. Whereas I used to just read like canon literature, right? I would just like read like big, famous books, whatever, and be like, yes, this is a good, famous book, and I've read it now, and now I, like, want to read a bit more, or more open to reading things that are either not going to be necessarily good, (laughs) or just, to see what it's like, right? You know, reading more journalism, reading more, like, I mean, books about music, stuff like that, things I like, that would otherwise have been like, ah, well, I shouldn't, I should just read, finish reading all the Faulkner novels, or something like that, right? As opposed to, like, doing something that I, maybe, wanting to follow my own interest a little bit which for me ironically like compared to what you three just said like has been a little bit more of like trying to read contemporary stuff too because <laughs> i almost never read any contemporary literature before we started podcasting now i read more definitely not as much uh as the rest of you but still more than i used to which has been i think a good influence of this podcast It's like getting me to to pay attention a bit more to what's out there and not just the trying to finish the reading lists i got when i was in like ninth grade <laughs> which I'm still basically trying to do. Okay, what lessons about podcasting? What have you learned about being a podcaster in those 10 years? Let's start with Nico this time.
2: Oh boy. Well, I would say the the, <laughs> the number one thing over the past couple of years is that uh podcasting over Zoom it, it sucks. <laughs> like it's, it sucks just a little bit. It's like that half a second mm-hmm. of delay affects the timing by like 25%. I think it makes I think it makes podcasts 25% worse. Yeah. Just not being able to and then, like, talking a little bit over each other. Cause I think in person, we do nothing, bothers me more in a podcast than people who talk over each other and both just keep talking. You know, that's the worst. That's It's so easy not to do it. But some podcasts, it's just crosstalk. You might as well just call it crosstalk. Um, <laughs> or do you get that like thing where a, that lot, a
1: joke starts and so it's so a stop? You're like, oh, what you say? what you say? What was that? Yeah. And I kind of like, yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, or it's just like the timing is just just off enough yeah. that it's it's like, a mess
1: yeah it's way more challenging for sure yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it, it i mean i still obviously i like our chats here but i would much rather be in a room with the three of you hanging out and misbehaving we yeah usually do
2: yeah like when we did our first all in person last year that was yeah it's, it was so much easier than <laughs> doing that for zoom
1: yeah and i think you can hear i mean if you haven't gone to patreon and listened to the 101 ghost jokes ranked episodes uh you should listen to them you can definitely hear a different kind of energy in those episodes because yeah. we're in person and just like the, and the
2: candy candy tournament was awesome yeah was candy just, tournament
1: too, yeah totally
2: yeah yeah it's also way
3: yeah zoom ones. harder to edit mm-hmm. the the remote ones they yeah, so,
0: put four things together. Yeah,
3: So the, actually that part's the only good part is the four things is a little easier to isolate the sounds Though with their new in-person setup, we also have that. But the each of your setups records at a slightly different speed. <laughs> oh, interesting. So and my so we can't. So the in order to edit. It, it takes a lot of cutting and like adding pauses and, and slowing things down. Mm. The there's there's some advantages where a lot of the crosstalk that does end up happening is just gone. I mm. think we were gonna do an episode about how the editing process changed a conversation. Do we ever do that? I don't think, I think so. I so. can't remember. We we I think it, I think it's on the list. So but it it, it is it, I find it very interesting because ultimately I mean so my answer is I've learned how to edit. Yeah, totally. I think if you go back to the the archive.org and listen to our first page count stuff, it's it's like pretty unlistenable. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I think when you listen to our episodes, if you hear audio imperfections, uh it's because that's where I got lazy and not <laughs> Not otherwise, um, but it's it's made it hard for me. There's a lot of podcasts that we don't do that I can't listen to anymore mm. um, because the the things that we do in hours that, like, if so if, if anyone listening were to hear us right now and then hear the episode in a week, like, there's a pretty big difference. We cut down a lot of pauses, a lot of the, unless, unless they, like, happen in a way that messes it up, a lot of coughs and ums and whatever's, are all removed as much crosstalk as I can is removed. Sometimes if a like sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times, usually me, one of us will make a really like not actually funny joke while another person makes a funnier joke. And like part of the editing process is like deciding which one to remove, right? Because they can't both happen at the same time. So they, all those things happen that make, I mean, we're certainly not super professional, but like the, the final product of our episodes has, Kind of this 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 productness to it, or this this completeness to it, that when I hear other podcasts that have people talking over each other, or they just kind of like start laughing about shit that's not that's not funny, yeah. Or they have a really bad a really bad microphone that's that's mm-hmm. buzzing. I'm not I'm, not, I'm not, I don't like that podcast. Yeah, anymore.
2: there's one that Kathleen really likes. That's um, it's all about like diet culture, and they kind of debunk different diets. But in the beginning, there were two different people and they were uh, they were in two different places and their volumes were radically different. So like mm-hmm. we'd be trying to listen in the car and you turn it up to hear one and then the other person would talk and they'd be blasting the speakers out. And it's like right. that's that it's it's like immediately. I can't. I can't. I can't listen to
3: it. Yeah. If you go back through our podcast really since COVID started. You, you can probably track the timeline of when I learned the different <laughs> features in Audacity. <laughs> Where, like, for a while, there's Dave's air conditioner, and then Dave's air conditioner's <laughs> gone, right? And then for a while, Nico's a lot louder than everyone else, yeah. and then now he's not, right? And so uh, as as we've gone, I've, I've kind of figured the things out, because I didn't, I didn't bother to do any online classes. Yeah. I just downloaded
1: the thing. Yeah, I mean, Audacity is, thankfully, a really good sort of DIY kind of... Audio editor because you can do much of your stuff.
3: Yeah, we we always used to use GarageBand and then uh, right around the time we switched to Yak Babies, uh, Apple decided GarageBand was for music and not for for uh, like spoken word stuff. Uh, so they made it very difficult. All the features that we like leaned on for the old days yeah. were, were basically removed. Um, I did play around with some new hmm. software that's supposedly better. But honestly, audacity is good. Enough, yeah, so yeah and back to it. Price is right definitely
0: too. missed the soundboard though. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the soundboard was also Apple's fault. Where when Apple switched chips like ten years ago or whatever, there you can't have multiple. Uh, for some reason, a- Apple computers can't have mul- multiple sound channels without doing like some serious hmm. kind of that's psh- weird. Scannery. So you have to set up all these daisy chains of, of weird like there's ways to do it, but it, it it was it was such a pain in the ass to get the soundboard working that eventually it just yeah. didn't. I think it'd be easier I haven't tried. Since we're all when are on this, we would just set up another I could probably set a soundboard up on the zoom calls pretty easily, but patching it into the computer while also doing the recording. Yeah, when right. You're in person, just I think soundboard.
1: we've internalized most of the soundboard sounds.
3: Oh
0: no. Oh my god.
2: Soundboard god, has also
0: it. been lost to the hard choice.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also like our setup used to be like when we were all in person, we would would all have headphones on and and we would hear everything, including ourselves through the headphones. And then it's much easier to adjust your volume because you can hear it and you can hear whether you're louder than everybody. But now it's like I'm just talking into a phone. Right. I have no idea how loud it is. I can't hear it. It's like it's just a guess. It's a guess whether I'm at the same volume the whole time. Probably not. Yeah. No, you're louder than everyone. Yeah, always.
1: <laughs> but it's also about microphone, too. Like, so Nico records into his phone and has his, like, the mic right to his mouth, which is how you're supposed to record on the phone like that. Whereas I'm using, like, a Samson mic, a Meteor mic, whatever. And it's like, I'm kind of more supposed to be to it, but not always. I move around a little bit when I'm talking. So it's it's just like the, the setups are so different that, yeah, you're going to get, like, different audio sounds. But Bert does a really good job of making it all sound coherent, which is good. I, I totally agree yeah. that our yeah. podcast sounds way better than it should. Definitely. It's sounds <laughs> Do professionally done.
3: Getting there. At yeah. least a veneer of professionalism yeah. <laughs> in the technical yeah. side, yeah. For all the <laughs> not, a, not anything the talk about.
1: Toilets. Yeah. Dave, what have you learned about podcasting?
0: Well, and I think for me it's mostly like comfort level. You know, aside from the fact that I think for my very first full episode there was 30 seconds of me taking seconds. a very loud piss.
1: Yeah. It was on the soundboard.
0: It, yeah, it may have been. That was a very,
1: very long piss. We should actually pause there and rewind a little bit and say that you were talking and you said, like, I need to go to the bathroom and you just kept your phone with you in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't
0: think I even said I have to go yeah, to the bathroom. Yeah, I think like you're just, right after that. Mark <laughs> you was talking. It
1: <laughs> took it with you yeah. The yeah, just,
3: yeah. just like Mike was rolling. Just like Clarence yeah. Thomas twelve years I didn't, later. Yeah, I Supreme didn't take my Zoom session.
0: I wasn't recording on my phone. Yeah. I was recording on my computer. Okay. So I thought when uh, I went to the bathroom that there would be no problem but it was very very loud we asked
2: you like are you are you pissing you you were like you guys (laughs) can hear that
0: Yeah, I didn't know until I came back and sat down. But then on the re- recording, Mark is like, Mark is talking yeah. about a book. And then he just kind of pauses and says, <laughs> "Yeah." Dave we were losing our minds.
1: <laughs> I think it was the uh, God is Real episode or Heaven is Real episode. Mm.
0: Yeah, it may have been. Uh, yeah, the uh, Colden Burpo yeah. thing. But yeah, I used to like, particularly for what are we reading episodes, and I guess heavier discussions, I would write like... Not necessarily a script for myself, but I would write down notes and talking points and like sometimes even practice beforehand and, you know, like really putting a lot of time into how I presented myself and my ideas and stuff. And, you know, I don't I don't (laughs) do that now. And it's not that I don't care, I guess. It's I mean, I probably care a little (laughs) less. (laughs) I, (laughs) I mean, now I've come to, you know, the conclusion, I guess, that. We're mostly doing this for fun. We're not, you know, changing the literary world here. Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah.
3: Numbers have started going up
0: though. So, so, you know, really?
2: Oh, God. Yeah. Hell yeah. God. That makes me anxious. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when nobody listens and then I don't have to worry about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just do another Stephen King episode a month and I'll take it right back down yeah. to zero. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Clive Cussler August. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh revisit the pubes in the
0: fridge so i think maybe it's similar to what i was saying for my reading habits it's like more comfortable with just who i am and how i present myself yeah
1: that's a good point like the way that like having done it for i mean that's been like 10 years of practice you sort of get into a rhythm especially with the yak babies approach where it is a bit more structured you sort of learn how to think about what you want to say and just say it It feels more natural if you're i don't know like more normal than it used to where it was a bit more of like a Duh, i think i was going to say and now it feels like i can come up with something pretty quickly i mean there are episodes that we definitely have put off because we want to research them or do a little more prep but like mm-hmm. this one for instance we just started talking and uh it's going well so far <laughs> it's going, it's okay. going great
0: <laughs> Did episode check-in
1: <laughs> How yeah. are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> progress report yeah. like how's everyone feeling about the episode so far uh, yeah, my thing is sort of tied to that too, which is just like the comfort and delight of being on mic. Like, I just really like talking to a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a DJ in college and I liked that too. Like I, just, I enjoy speaking to an audience in that way, but specifically through a non, uh, like a recorded medium, like doing it in person. I'm terrified of, I, I hate speaking in person, even except for teaching, I guess, which I feel confident in, but like trying to give a speech once I had to give a, a short speech as part of our unionization efforts, and I biffed it hard because I was so nervous. And it was mm-hmm. like, I just didn't, like, I, I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't say it because I was so yeah. just caught up in like fear. Did you biff it hard but or do you just
0: feel like you biffed it hard?
1: Both. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess that no one said like you did a terrible job, but like I definitely felt like I was like, that didn't work. And like no one, it wasn't like everyone was like, yeah, let's go. March, whatever, was like, I was like, okay, great. On the next person who maybe can sort of put a thought together. But doing it where no one's looking at you except for your friends is much more fun. I really enjoy it. But also the thing I've learned too is that if you want a good way to hang out with friends who live in far-flung places, start a podcast. It's really fun. Yeah. It's easy, easy-ish. There's different <laughs> different levels of commitment to making it sound whatever you want it to sound. Like you can do whatever you want to. And it's just a good way to like set up a regular chat and have a topic. And I don't know, it's like a fun way to have like an excuse to hang out and, and do stuff. It's really great. Yeah. You know, podcasts I do think are twenty first century zine culture. It's the same thing mm-hmm. where the technology is pretty widely available. Everyone can do it. Uh everyone is doing it, right? For the most mm-hmm. part. And you you know, your audience or listenership, whatever, is gonna be relative to the effort you put into it and the specificity of your topic and whatever. But it's just Accessible and fun, and I, I really highly recommend it to do all of our listeners start your own podcast. It's, it's it's a blast. Yeah,
2: yeah. I bet there's a way to just record a, a Zoom call and then strip the audio out and not have to do anything else. <laughs> if you yeah, really totally. wanna just, I think
1: people definitely do that for sure. Yeah, but that sounds awful. Yeah, like I said, it's gonna be depends on your willingness to what you want to put up your product, but you can definitely do yeah. a slapdash version of a podcast and just if you just want to do it and put it out there, you can do it with almost a little like zero effort. Like, your phone has all the technology on it that you need to do, including editing, if you want to do editing. Mm -hmm. Let's take a step further inside. Uh, What have you learned about yourselves in these 10 years? What what personal discoveries have you made since we started doing this podcast 10 years ago? Uh, Let's start with Brick.
3: Uh, Attributable to the podcast or just in in general? general.
1: Or or whatever. I don't know.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I didn't come into my adult psyche until about (laughs) 35, so... (laughs) I, I don't know. I feel like I know myself better now, just with age. I'm definitely more comfortable with myself and my life and my choices than I was yeah. when we started this podcast.
1: It's funny that for Brick and I, particularly this podcast, charts our entire 30s. Like We started it when mm-hmm. I was 29, and now I'm 39. So it's, just about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like turn turn in the corner. Of like that chunk <laughs> of my life has been documented <laughs> uh, for consumption. Or not for consumption, as the case mm-hmm. may be. Or <laughs> lost forever in a... Yeah, yeah, hard drive for meltdown. Repulsion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just
2: and yeah, in that's some ways, definitely. For the best. Yeah, yeah. In, in the
3: end, yeah, there was it a sure lot was. of incriminating evidence on that hard drive.
1: <laughs> Dave, what about you? What have you learned about yourself?
3: It all the way melted. It was why? Like, what happened? I don't know. I think the thing was already on its. It was like a fifteen-year-old. And then plug-in you put it in the microwave on the hard drive. So <laughs> I was transferring it to. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it just cooked the part where the AC adapter goes into the thing. I think our takes were It'll, too
2: hot. It'll There happened. you go. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: That was it, yeah.
1: Hard-hitting literary journalism <laughs> on the Page Count podcast. Uh, Dave, what's your life lesson?
0: You know, I guess similar to what Brick is saying and what my answers were for the first two, it's like comfort with myself and, and where I am. Mm. Like, I think back to... <clears throat> ten years ago like trying to picture what I would have seen for myself now you know probably like have published a couple of shitty novels you know go on book tours go to all the the literary parties and events and conferences and yep. you know hang out with all my writer friends and I'm so glad that that didn't happen like my <laughs> and but I you know for the first at least five or so years of our podcast that's kind of what I pursued mmm and then you know I was trying to publish stuff as often as I could and like go to AWP every year and and now just the idea of that is ridiculous. Um, well, maybe not ridiculous, but, but it's just not exhausting.
3: Good. Yeah, let's let's go to AWP.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure we would have a blast if we did. It's you did know that one time. Yeah, <laughs> but you know I haven't tried to publish even a book review since like, I don't know, 2019 maybe. And I'm happy with that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't even think, I don't even think about writing anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just don't care about being involved anymore, mm-hmm. I guess. Like being part of this uh, literary community on, on and off of Twitter.
1: Well, you have your <laughs> own, I mean, you have right by night, which is a whole undertaking. So it's like you are, yeah, that's your, you're my is there. own community, yeah. I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. You kind of built it your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it would mostly be that I've internalized the things that I used to think but not really believe. Like, for instance, that that you can just like whatever you want and that's okay. And that, you know, you don't need to agree with people, that there's no, like, objective good writing, that some people like different things and pretty much everything is subjective, both in what you read and how you write. And I think I always... Uh, you know, I kind of knew that in my head, but didn't really, but it took a long time to, 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 to internalize it and, and actually act Mm. like that's the case. Yeah. And then also I can never, I can never tell when you guys or anybody is going to agree with me or not. I can't, I can't, I can never predict, I can never predict when I'm going to be the complete outlier or when it's just going to kind of, you know, I'll think something will be a super spicy, like hot take. And then you guys will be like, yeah, yeah, sure. It's the same. Yeah, it. I'm like, okay. And then I'll think something is so obvious and it'll, it'll be like, I just shit in the table and you guys will look at me like I'm absolutely a monster. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would say that's it.
1: <laughs> I do like that uh aspect of our podcast, Nico, is that even though we all have our own tastes, I think you can like you can definitely identify like what we like and don't like pretty clearly, there is enough like shifting and over or like different kinds of overlaps where it's not always the same responses for everything. Like We agree and disagree in different ways and different things. That makes the conversation more lively. Whereas if it just like was the same patterns over and over again, we kind of get dull over time. I think I like that. We sort of like have that shit.
3: Except for when we talk about fandom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) An evolving conversation that we still haven't quite resolved. (laughs) One thing I've learned about, well, actually two, two interesting things. One is this podcast or these podcasts have some inadvertently and totally accidentally documented what it was like to start drinking as an adult. Because I didn't I didn't drink before really we started doing this podcast. Like I kind of like started drinking like maybe a year before it. And even then it was just like cider and stuff like that. And so like one of the first times I was like really drunk was recorded for the Fifty Shades of Grey Drunk Cast, drunk review episode. And so there's been like just a, a interesting charting of what that looks like for an adult and like all the all the highs and lows of those situations yeah. uh, are on tape and you can listen to a lot of them yeah. many of them not recorded but but most of them are and it's a good record of embarrassment but also like funniness too um and fun for sure
3: i want a girl with a fully functioning nervous system <laughs>
1: Yeah. Your descent
0: into the Stygian darkness In a burlap sack With a steak knife
1: Porn exists for a reason That reason is mysterious to me No it's not, I know exactly why uh, <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is that I have learned that I will I guess tied to that that point I will gleefully Sell out myself and my career uh, On microphone just for a laugh Like I will do it makes people laugh. I will do anything apparently on mic without thought about like potential risks or anything. Like, uh, there's so much stuff recorded that really shouldn't be, but it was fun and it made people laugh. I was like, well, it's worth it then. It's worth the laugh. And that's why we have a Patreon, not to get money. Exactly. Yeah. The Patreon is just a sort of safety foul for the weird stuff we want to say that's funny and uh, not, not to be shared in public necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you are in the trust so and that trust costs a dollar that's it <laughs> it's a cheap very available hey, yeah. trust cheap trust yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it does speak to the power of the mic. like if you if you have that impulse and want to make someone laugh or or I don't know just connect in that way like the mic is a powerful thing and it'll make you do some wild stuff uh, and, and really has which is I think great any memorable bits you want to share anything come to mind as far as like uh, classic podcast moments before we wrap this one up mentioned a couple so far. Dave Peing definitely a highlight.
3: I mean, I just started cracking up when you were talking, because I assumed this was going to be the last question, and so I started thinking yeah. things, and I started cracking up while you were talking about something serious, because all I could think of was the fucking bees coming when they buzz.
0: Bees coming when they buzz. Yes.
3: Yeah. Remember that one? That was like maybe a year ago. You we are talking oh, about yeah. the reason bees buzz is because they're always
0: coming. Yeah, that was one of your best laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> bees just jizzing. <laughs> It was a Nico game. Like it was about dicks.
3: <laughs> just went on forever. There's yeah. been a few of those. I mean, obviously the most of the most of the best ones are on on Patreon. So just spend a dollar, go listen to them all, and then un, un, unspend it. That's fine. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to pay us monthly to hear everything. You only need to pay one. Yeah, yeah. It's the cake. Most of the funniest moments for me aren't even necessarily what happened. It's just when we got lost in laughing about it afterwards, like the right. cake story. Like Dave, like Dave's boner comment. Uh, Those dogs is like, little. Uh, yeah, like imp- like implying uh, <laughs> Sin was a
2: prostitute. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, and it wasn't implied; it was real. That's real. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was yeah, it was directly stated. Yeah, oh, but that's
0: God. one yeah. thing I can do because I for that when we release this episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I listen to our stuff so often and enjoy those moments in particular, like I can go straight to that moment in a podcast when, you know, someone says something funny and we just lose ourselves. And that's, that's like my favorite part of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. We should start our own wiki. <laughs>
1: <laughs> our favorite bits. Something that no one has access to who wasn't there in the room during the recording, but back in the page count, maybe it was book hockey days. I can't remember when we were in Brick's Winter Shack on the cape and we recorded like all it's a snowstorm we recorded like all night yeah and <laughs> you had made stew and eric who used to be in the podcast just <laughs> ate <laughs> 12 <laughs> yeah, bowls of just stew like, drunkenly ate the entire pot of stew by himself just like in the corner said nothing and just like ate stew. It was yeah
0: crazy. you did a whole drunk review and then he didn't say a word and then at the end you started laughing about how much stew he was eating <laughs> like that's the only reason a listener would know he was even there
1: yeah we just noticed that he was by himself in the corner pounding stew <laughs> <laughs> that was a picture of aaron and burlap <laughs> yeah, that, that was I during have- the the reading of the unnamed comic strip. When I, yeah, <laughs> right I,
3: I am happy to report that the the archive of that comic strip was not lost to the hard drive. I do. Still I don't
1: know if that's good all. or not.
3: <laughs>
1: that, feels like a counter. threat to me personally. Yeah.
3: Blackmail. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna start mailing you one. one yeah. A week.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, other things that were that you can't record or that aren't on tape that are memorable moments for me from doing the podcast is the time that we made flaming dr peppers uh in nico's backyard that was fun with uh mark i think mark was there that was a great time because that was insane and really fun yeah i don't know there, there's there's lots and like like brick said it's all patreon the, the, the best stuff is on the patreon for sure well listeners thank you for enjoying our trip down memory lane here's the 10 years and 10 more hmm maybe <laughs> we'll see I mean that tontine's still <laughs> kicking, so
3: someone's getting eight bucks and half a burrito.
1: Yeah, when the like next novel coronavirus kicks in and we're back to just like in our apartments we'll be doing this again, I'm sure. <laughs> the way inflation's going the half the burrito's worth more than <laughs> yeah. <the> eight bucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: Eight bucks in an Irish burrito. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at yakbabies. You can email us at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com with those thoughts. And as we mentioned before, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash yakbabies. And for $1, you can get access to the whole thing. The whole McGill is on there for the dollar. And there's excerpts from episodes that get cut out because they're just, I don't know, not for the public. They're for a different kind of public. There's games. There's whole other podcasts, including the aforementioned 101 ghost jokes ranked the halloween candy rankings tournament whatever it's all there check that out and have fun and of course our merch is at tinyurlcom slash where there's posters and mugs designed by brick and shirts whatever and they're really fun and good and lots of them reference those jokes you can get a patreon so it's like a twofer if you want until then yak babies yak it off
3: the yak babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners and especially their patrons both past and present including michael bonnie sebastian david roger kathleen Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft.